0: what two days in a row oh my glory that's because there was so much to talk about in the last few days I have not been able to get to them and I promised I would get to these big stories now and that's why I'm on again and I'm probably gonna do this I'm probably gonna do this every day now I need to get used to talking I get so freaking nervous in front of a video camera I don't want to talk the, the podcast thing is easy, but the video thing on YouTube is much tougher. So what's going on? Washington is still going insane. The IG report by Michael Horowitz has been released, and it is not quite what the Republicans wanted at face value. But the, And the Democrats were screaming such great things about it. But uh, the problem is, once people read that 400-page report, yeah, it's not so great for the Democrats. And they're beginning to struggle. And they're really beginning to struggle because Michael Horowitz told them they should begin to struggle. The other thing is the USMCA was signed. So let's take a look at the USMCA and, and... What's good about it? What's bad about it? Is it really something we should be excited about? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Who we really don't know what happened with? And finally, the last story... I really look funky on a camera. You can see everything on HD, how my scars and how ugly I am. I didn't shave. You know something? Get over it. I'm not gonna shave. I'm not gonna change. This is Gene. And you're listening to dumbasses talking politics. Let's so let's get into it and not mess around too much. Um Washington's going absolutely bonkers insane. And um, the IG report was released. And and the IG report was written by Michael Horowitz. And basically what he was looking for was uh, basically problems with the processes when it comes to FISA reports. Now, let's separate things. The Republicans were saying that it was about FISA malfeasance. Democrats were saying, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with the FISA applications or anything else. Horowitz did not worry about any of that stuff. He was just looking at the process. And that's really, really, really important to understand because if you look on the face of the FISA application, okay, you look on the face, you look on the face of the of FISA, the IG report, it doesn't satisfy the Republicans. It will definitely satisfy the Democrats. And that's, <coughs> that's not because the Democrats are looking at the entire report. They're looking at certain sentences in the report, which is important. It's important because... Uh, Horowitz said some things that were kind of helped them out, but they not necessarily helped them out. So I tell you what, the greatest example of how the Democrats, the Democratic or the Left, actually took the FISA applicate, the FISA report, from IG, from the IG report, from Horowitz can be best expressed by, I'm going to use Tucker Carlson's um, pronunciation,
1: Don Lemon. Listen to him. The Inspector General report today was good for us American citizens, and it was validating for the FBI on one level, but it exposed some issues that they need to fix as well. Here are the big takeaways. One, the FBI properly opened its investigation into Russian elections interference. No more hoax, no more witch hunt. It's not what it was. Two, the origins of the investigation were not politically motivated. Three, this president and his attorney general have been trashing our government without cause. And yes, as I said at the top, there were problems, including on several of the FISA applications made on Carter Page. But here's the key point. They're not perfect. They've never been perfect. Journalists go after them all the time. The IG says it didn't affect the legitimacy of the surveillance on Page nor the probe itself. So, the deep state they spied on us riff from Trump and Co., the toxic hoax hype, it should be dead, but it isn't. And here's the irony. Trump and Co. are actually now acting like the deep state that they defined wrongly. Oops,
0: I'm sorry. I, 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 Don Lemon Don was being used so much this week um, that I really wanted to use Fredo or, uh, Chris Cuomo. And that's who I pulled from. And, uh, it wasn't Don whose comments. I decided to use Fredo. Well, sue me. Okay. I used the wrong clip. Well, I used the wrong clip. I, I did not use the wrong clip. I just used the clip that I chose, which was Don Lamone. Well, here's the problem with CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and all the other Democratic media outlets. The report never got the FBI off the hook. Though the report said there was no evidence of political bias, the investigation did not really analyze, motive, or go into a deep dive of political bias. Essentially, what Horowitz wanted to do was look at the process. He wanted to see if there was anything wrong with the process. And when he found some irregularities with the process, he would then ask those individuals who dealt with those irregularities if they were biased, if they weren't bias, if they said they weren't biased, well then he took that for with a grain of salt. He also looked at the warrants, he looked at all the paperwork, and he tried to determine if bias could be found in the paperwork. And the bias couldn't be found. okay? That's fine. That's his job. That's all he was there for is to figure out whether according to the paperwork and according to the word of the individuals, and the individuals were not under oath, right, was there political bias. And he couldn't find political bias. He didn't care. He found a lot of problems wrong with the FISA FISA process. The report centered on Carter Page. Now, this is where things get really weird, okay? Carter Page, not the brightest bulb in the pack, In the, but Carter Page was not a Russian stooge. How about that? What Horowitz found where there were seven main problems with the initial, Horowitz, uh, initial uh, FISA application, and then to continue the FISA applications, because it wasn't like they had a FISA warrant. It went on forever. They had to actually renew the warrant. Sorry, girlfriend's calling. I got a decliner it wasn't the initial warrant. They had several different FISA warrants renewed. The FISA warrants were renewed. Well, so they ended up with about 17 problems in combination with the FISA initial FISA warrant, which were about seven problems, and the uh, total uh, problems with the renewals and things like that. It came out to about 17. So let's go over a couple of those. Okay. Oh, glasses. I need glasses. Sorry. The omission of Carter Page, the mission that Carter Page, who the initial FISA warrant was about, uh, was a government agent from 2008 to 2016. He worked for the government. He actually spied on Russia. Do you think that would have been important to mention in the initial FISA warrant? I don't know. I think so. The overstatement of the significance of the uh, Steele dossier. The Steele dossier was really the basis of this. Horowitz confirmed that. A lot of the other people sat back and said, well, it wasn't only about the steel. It was about the steel dossier. Steele himself sat back and leaked the steel dossier to Yahoo News. Yahoo News published it, and then the FBI used Yahoo News to corroborate the steel dossier as authentic in front of the FISA court. It's got to be authentic. Yahoo News said they knew about it. But the guy who wrote the steel dossier leaked the steel dossier to the news media. By the way, that's not me. That's not new. That was brought up by Dan Bongino, I don't know. Two years ago in his first first book about this whole thing. The Steele dossier was corroborated. It was never corroborated. Kenneth Steele could not, would not, in front of Congress, under oath, actually sit back and say, oh no, this was corroborated. He wouldn't say it. As a matter of fact, this is a big problem because a lot of Russian a lot of people are screaming that this dossier was Russian misinformation made to manipulate the elections in 2016. <laughs> By the way, who did the dossier who who the whole dossier thing is really confusing. So let's let's make it. It was originally John McCain that hired someone to find trash on Trump. John McCain received the initial, uh, the initial prognosis of the Steele dossier and John McCain said it's crap. The DNC took the dossier from John McCain and they decided to go on. The DNC paid Fusion GPS to move to the next portion and, okay, confirm this whole thing or or build upon it. The DNC was broke at the time, and it was broke at the time because of Hillary Clinton. Or, I'm sorry, because of Barack Obama. Barack Obama spent so much money that came out of the DNC's budget that the DNC was broke. Well, the DNC was out of... uh, Barack Obama was not going to be president. He didn't care. All this is factual, by the way. You can look this up. Not rocket science. They have to post this stuff. The DNC needed economic funding. They needed an economic transfusion. That's where Hillary Clinton came into play. Hillary Clinton, I think it was in 2014 started the Clinton Foundation and the Clintons started financing the DNC. When you hear Clinton financed the um, dossier, it's absolutely true. Initially it was the dossier was financed by the DNC. yeah, but the DNC was broke and they were financed by the Clintons. The D- they got their dossier, it was leaked again. It was sent to the FBI. And then we've got the Mueller probe. I hope I got all this. Dan Bongino has this. He's got an entire book about it. I'll mention it tomorrow. I can't remember the name of the book. I've read it. It's fantastic. Exonerated is Dan Bongino's second book on this whole thing. I'm going to buy it. I just haven't yet because I'm reading two other books. But yeah. Yeah hit it right on the bat right on the head. So right off the bat um, the steel dossier was not corroborated. <laughs> it was just ignored. People took this and a lot of folks wanted to say that the steel dossier was important it it never was. And the Steele dossier was the main reason the FISA report, the FISA warrant was actually set up garbage, absolute garbage. Oh, we're not done yet. Steele said that he didn't give the press, he didn't leak to the press anything about the Steele dossier. He did. That is, that is half the reason the Steele dossier was considered corroborated because Yahoo, because a news outlet, in this case, Yahoo News, I'm not exactly sure how Yahoo News is considered a news outlet. They're terrible. But because the prosecutor sat there and said, or the guys who wanted the warrant sat there and said, hey, you know something? Um, Yahoo News knows about this. So this must be true. That was accepted. Oh, my God. That steal? Definitely a spy. He knows how to deal with things. So, the next. It never mentioned that Papadopoulos denied that the Trump campaign was working for the Russians. This is important. This whole thing was started because of Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos was at a bar. I mean, I I hate to tell you, it is literally like this. Papadopoulos was at a bar talking to some Australian or New Zealander, I'm not sure which, it's an Australian, but he was talking to an Australian diplomat and he said, oh my God, you know, WikiLeaks has got some stuff on Hillary's emails. I probably should tell Trump and whatever. Now, mind you, even though Papadopoulos dismisses this. They were drinking. Papadopoulos had never met Trump. Papadopoulos was a low level foreign policy aide. He was nothing. That Australian reported this to the FBI. The FBI decided to say, we need to investigate this more. They got the dossier from whoever, and things went from there. And Papadopoulos, for all his treason, served 14 days in jail. Because, not because of what he said, not because of treason, because he lied about something. No one even knows. Papadopoulos took a plea bargain. You know what? Yeah, okay, I lied, whatever. Give me 14 days in jail, and that's what he served. Next thing, they omitted Page's contention that he never met Manafort, which is important. Um, this is important because he was accused of working with Manafort, who Manafort was pro-Russian. I, he worked for he worked for a pro-Russian president at the time in a campaign. Okay, so he wasn't actually advising, he was advising a pro-Russian president who is trying to get reelected, who ended up being expelled from the country because he was corrupt and replaced by Zelensky, which is where all this bullshit started. I'm sorry, this is for kids. I need to edit that out, which I'm not going to, where all this BS started. Do you see the problem with Ukraine? They're so screwed up. They don't know what's going on. They were, the Democrats were accusing that um, Page was communicating with a pro-Russian campaign advisor in Manafort. Manafort was looking for the money. That's it. Nothing more. Hold on. Nothing more. He loved politics. He was getting paid really well for it, too. He was probably very good at it. Manafort's dirty. There's no question. He is a dirty guy. But here's the problem. Page said he never talked to Manafort. He's never met Manafort. And here's a newsflash. That ended up being true. Absolute garbage. This is just what. Uh, let's see. What did I give you seven or seven or eight different reasons why this got really bad, and why Horowitz said this is kind of iffy. I'm not sure I buy any of this crap. Um, but we do see how corrupt the government is. Uh, I I I prefer my. I prefer, I prefer, there are only two things that are going to come out out of this. Either the FBI people are extremely incompetent or they're corrupt and they had bias. I prefer the latter. And the reason I prefer the latter is because do you realize that all 17 things came out against Trump? Michael Horowitz pointed that out. Bill Barr pointed that out. I it, it's it's there's never something that says, "Oh yeah, no, Trump was fine." Nothing said that. William Barr had a couple of things to say about this. So did uh, uh so did um Hold on, forget his name. So did John Durham. This is a big deal. John Durham is actually running a criminal investigation now. John Durham is not restricted like uh, David Horowitz, Horowitz was. Bill Barr, when this came out, literally he was interviewed right after right after and they asked him this question let's listen to what uh, i don't know let's listen to what bill barr had to say and then we'll talk about what john durham had to say
2: what questions will john durham address that the ig didn't well uh, durham is is looking at the whole waterfront he is looking at the issue of how it got started uh He's looking at whether or not the narrative of of, uh, uh, Trump being involved in the Russian interference actually preceded July and was, in fact, the precipitating uh, trigger for the uh, investigation. Uh, He's also looking at uh, the conduct of the investigation. There are some things that were done in the investigation that are not included in Horowitz's report, and he's looking at those things. But also, a few weeks ago, I told him that he should spend just as much attention on the post-election period. And I did that because of some of the uh, stuff that Horowitz has uncovered, which to me is inexplicable. Such inexplicable. As. Well, what I said is, their case collapsed after the election, and they never told the court, and they kept on getting renewals on these applications. Uh, they, there was documents falsified in order to get these renewals. Uh, There was all kinds of uh, withholding of information from the court. And uh, the question really is, what was the agenda after the election that kept them pressing ahead after their case collapsed? This is the president of the United States.
0: Now, according to the news media, both Durham and Barr absolutely blasted Horowitz. Did that sound like he blasted Horowitz? Or did it sound like he said, no, well, Horowitz was looking for something different. All this came from CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and other media, uh, Democratic media outlets. He was just saying, well, no, he wasn't supposed to look at that stuff, so he didn't. But... Uh, uh, Durham's John Durham's report is looking into actual criminal stuff Horowitz really wasn't supposed to be looking at crimes he was sitting back and saying well yeah um, this is bad this is bad he was looking at process and he found a lot of process problems he found 17 problems this guy obviously looked at something I didn't pull any of the video from the Horowitz um, uh, testimony in front of Congress yesterday. I just didn't have the time and everything was three hours long. I saw it, though. And I'll tell you one thing. He sat back and said, none of this exonerates anyone. It doesn't exonerate the Democrats. It doesn't exonerate the FBI. It doesn't exonerate everyone. And he even said, I looked on the paper if there was anything that was biased, he reported there wasn't anything in the paperwork because these people are good at writing. They're all lawyers. So he said there was nothing biased and he would simply ask someone, are you biased against Donald Trump? They'd say, no, he was done. That, that was Michael Horowitz thing. His problem was trying to find, okay, where in the system did this fail? okay, I'll give him that and if you saw his testimony yesterday he admitted that so even if the report says there was no pos there was no evidence of political bias he did not say there was no political bias that is untrue no one was exonerated here uh, there were Gross mistakes in the FISA process. He did not believe that the FISA court should be eliminated. He thought it was important. But the reality is things need to be changed so it is not going to be abused in the future. That's where John Durham comes up in the next few weeks. Even though absolutely no one is in trouble. And hey, by the way, James Comey, not an innocent guy, doesn't deserve a, a apology from the President. In the next couple of weeks, John Durham is going to be releasing his report cri- from a criminal investigation, an investigation that started as just an investigation into a criminal investigation. And he's about ready to release his report. And the reality, when John Barr, when um, William Barr and John Durham say the same thing. Oh, I didn't even read you what John Durham said. Let's read that. John Durham said, after the release of the IG report, he said. Oops, wrong place. Hold on. I'm going to get there. I have the utmost respect for the mission of the Office of the Inspector General and the comprehensive work that went into the report prepared by Mr. Horowitz and his staff. However, the investigation is not limited to developing information from within the component parts of the Justice Department. What he's basically saying there, end quote, what he's basically saying there is, I'm not limited to looking at the process. I'm actually looking at what's going on. Quote, Our investigation has included developing information from other persons and entities, both in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. He's already showing that David Horowitz was actually limited And he is not. He is actually looking for things. Based on the evidence collected to date, and while our investigation is ongoing, last month we advised the Inspector General that we do not agree with some of his report's conclusions as to the predication and how the FBI case was opened. Predication basically means, it, it's it's a, a due process term, it means you have a reason to believe crimes were committed. Okay? Basically, the FBI sat there and said that they believed that Donald Trump was working with the Russians, the Ukrainians, the Afghanis, whoever. I it, It's so stupid. It's getting old. David Horowitz was limited to, he could not see that maybe the predication was good, maybe, maybe the predication was bad. He didn't know. He could say only based, he could only testify based on what he could research. And he admitted that much. This wasn't a, a this isn't a Democrat hit. David Horowitz is about as neutral a guy as you're going to find in Washington. And he admitted this, I wish I had found, I wish I would spend six hours trying to find the testimony he made yesterday, but he admitted that, hey, from what I saw, I was okay. That doesn't mean it was okay. It just means it's okay. What John Durham is doing, he's going beyond that. He's actually going to Ukraine. He's actually going to England. He's going to Italy. He actually found something so bad in Italy, he called William Barr and had him fly all the way to Italy so he could tell him something. And what did William Barr do? He said, I need to find a room that's classified, a room that's no recording device, a room that we're alone. They found something. This is not over. And I got news for you. The Horowitz report by itself is terrible for the Democrats, for the Obama administration. I'll give you a step further. The Obama, conspiracy theory. Listen, I don't believe in conspiracy theory. I don't think we're at conspiracy theory status anymore. I think we're not guessing as to what is happening. I think it's time to give up the conspiracy theory. I think it's time to sit there and say Obama was spying on President Trump. Horowitz admitted there was he didn't call it spying. He called it some other BS like electronic surveillance or interpersonal surveillance, surveillance or whatever they call them. I can't pr- pronounce surveillance, so I'm sorry. I can't. It's like George Bush couldn't pronounced nuclear but it, it 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 this is going to be bad for the obama administration and you could be looking at the worst plot against a president since nixon nixon was a republican i thought he was a decent president from what i've read he was crooked he was corrupt And he wanted to suppress his candidates, his opponents. So much so, and they had so much evidence, they dropped him. I think that's what's happening. There is so much good stuff happening right now. Justice is happening. Okay? We haven't even talked about the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, the USMCA, which is a huge win for Donald Trump. And we haven't talked about the whole policy, which I, I had to actually go to external resources to figure out. Um, we need to talk about that tomorrow. And I need to keep going. Hey, follow me on... T- <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Visit my website for show notes and full video, Full videos at com. You can download or listen to this podcast at uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, or YouTube. Uh, you can watch the vlog of this podcast on YouTube if they don't discriminate against me and remove my videos. I don't think they will, but because I'm just not that important yet. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking